Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and we had a lot of negativity on the show yesterday for good reasons surrounding this team. I mean, they had lost two straight games, albeit to two very good teams in the Winnipeg Jets and the Carolina Hurricanes, but they really haven't looked all that right since the Christmas break. So there was a lot to be said yesterday on the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, and I said it along with my co-host Nick Horwat. But I think today we need to get a little positivity because Monday was a very positive day for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So today we're going to talk about the positive vibes that surrounded the Pittsburgh Penguins team and organization on Monday from the beginning of the day, the whole way through the game that occurred last night. Of course, the Pittsburgh Penguins back in the win column. And that's where we're going to start today because they get a 4-3 to overtime victory over the Anaheim Ducks on home ice. Not the best showing. It's not. You're playing the 30th ranked team in the National Hockey League on home ice. You hope to beat them a little bit more comfortably than having to score with about 25 seconds left in the game just to force overtime and then nearly losing it in overtime. But thanks to, I believe it was a save by Casey DeSmith, either that or the net was missed by the Anaheim Ducks. You get the two-on-one, Jake Gensel buries it, and the Pittsburgh Penguins get the two points. So not the best showing. The same problems still plagued the team during that game. The top six had to carry the scoring. Jason Zucker, Evgeny Malkin, Brian Rust, Jake Gensel. Those were your goal scorers, and that's how it's been for the last couple of weeks. But, you know, that it continued into this game. Special teams continued to struggle. The Penguins' power play went 0-4 for 4 against the 30th-ranked penalty kill in the league of the Anaheim Ducks. And the penalty kill gave up two power play goals on four opportunities to, again, the 30th-ranked power play in the National Hockey League, the Anaheim Ducks. Not to mention the fact that they gave up another third-period lead, which has been an issue for Mike Sullivan's Pittsburgh Penguins this season. But you know what? Those are the negatives. There's about four of them. They're the same ones we've seen for the longest time. And the rest of the day was positive. Because at the end of the day, they snapped out of it, which is a good sign. They fought back and scored a six-on-four goal, which is a good sign. They got the two points, which is the most important thing. As my co-host on the tip of the iceberg says, Nick Horwat, they don't count how, they count how many. And the Penguins got two of two last night, which is a good thing. And let's not forget the fact that they severely outplayed the Anaheim Ducks, which they should have, but at least they went out there and did it. Underlying numbers looked great. Go visit Natural Stat Trick. Go visit MoneyPuck.com. They all point to a positive game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Would you have liked to get that in regulation? Yes. But the tiebreakers also regulation overtime wins. You get to add one into that column, which is another good thing. And the last positive before we get into a lot of the other news that surrounded the day away from the game. Penguins are back in a playoff position. I know, it's a little early to be scoreboard watching. It's a little early to be standings watching every single day, but... At this moment, when you had been down the players that you were down, and you had been to a level of which the Penguins have been twice this year, when they were winless in six games, to still be in a playoff spot, that's a positive thing. Not only that, but they're in a playoff spot with games in hand. That's something you love to see. So positive vibes. We're thinking positive vibes today. Plenty of other good news throughout the day. One other thing involving the game. Congratulations to Jonathan Gruden. 
makes his NHL debut, had scored five goals in the last three games in the AHL Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, earned himself a call-up, earned himself a start because this team does not believe in Danton Heinen. We will talk about that another day because I'm staying positive today. Gruden went out there, played seven minutes and two seconds of time on ice, collected two hits. I believe he hit a post, if I'm not mistaken. My mind's a little jumbled. Last night was a, a busy night, but I'm pretty sure he hit a post early on in that game. Underlying numbers-wise, 50% of the shot attempts, 41% of the expected goals. Overall, a pretty half-decent showing for Jonathan Gruden, who comes in as the Penguins' fourth-line center. The Penguins restructured their bottom six, trying to get something going. And I will say the third line did look better. So that's an improvement. It was Drew O'Connor, Teddy Bluger, and Jeff Carter moved to wing. They performed better, but again, against the Anaheim Ducks. But we'll take it. We will take any sort of life shown by the Pittsburgh Penguins' bottom six. So congrats to Jonathan Cruden. Had the rookie lap, had everything involved. Good story for the Pittsburgh Penguins there. But I think the best news and the most positive news to come out of Monday was the injury report that Mike Sullivan shared following the morning skate. Obviously, Marcus Pedersen, as we saw in the game, was able to return to the lineup. He was sick over the weekend. Immediately made an impact as he made a huge block in the first period that would have been a surefire goal. So he's back in the lineup. That helps tremendously, especially on that left side. Jeff Petrie rejoined the team at the morning skate in a non-contact sweater, and so do too did Ryan Paling. So two guys back on the ice, back with the team. That is a massive step in their rehab recovery. Petrie has been out since December 10th when he was injured against the Buffalo Sabres, one of the best defensemen the Penguins had going at the moment. Petrie and Pedersen combined are still, I believe, the second-ranked defensive pairing as far as expected goals at 5-on-5 five five in the National Hockey League, according to MoneyPuck.com. So getting him back would be huge. It's nice to see him back out on the ice in a non-contact sweater, but it's a step, it's progress, and it's something we haven't seen over the past month. So nice to see him out there. Tristan Jari, probably the most important player that is currently injured for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He continues to skate before practice. We saw him out there on Monday morning. He even took some shots from his teammates on Monday, which is another step in the progress right there. It's been two weeks since his injury at the Winter Classic. He was deemed week-to-week and placed on the injured reserve. He's not on LTIR, so there's no definite amount of time that he really has to miss. But the next step for Tristan Jari would be joining practice and taking shots in a full practice capacity. But again, positive signs, positive progression, moving in the right direction for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the last bit of news, one that really made everybody in that locker room smile from what I saw, Chris Letang is expected to rejoin the team in the next few days. Of course, Letang has been absent due to the death of his father, and the Penguins have been very gracious with letting him have his time, and and honestly, it's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people love this organization is because they care about the player first, and considering the month, two months that Chris Letang has had, the Pittsburgh Penguins have done the right thing to give him his time. And of course our thoughts continue to be with him and his family. But the good news is he will return with his brothers. He will be back in the locker room. He will be back with the team. We'll still have to see what the status of his injury is, because if you remember, he was injured in the game against the Detroit Red Wings back in late December. And he was initially out day to day before 
of course, the unfortunate passing of his father. So we'll have to see what that injury status is. But it's nice to see that Chris Letang will be back with his brothers and will be back with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization rejoining the team in the next couple days. We talk about how important it is for Jeff Petrie, Tristan Jari to return, Chris Letang tenfold. He is still this team's best defenseman, so getting him back in the fold will improve this team dramatically. I think it'll help the power play as well. I, I think when Chris Letang comes back, you might as well, you know, get ready for a wild ride because I feel like he is going to be ready to just attack the game in a way that we see very rarely. I think that you can expect Chris Letang to be a house of fire when he gets back out there with his brothers on the ice in-game action. So good news all around on Monday. It's been a tough stretch, like I said, since Christmas break. But Monday was a day of positivity. And I know a lot of people out there said, you know, you barely squeaked by the 30th team in the National Hockey League. These guys are literally trying to tank for Connor Bedard, and you barely beat them on home ice. And I understand that. I understand that. But guess what? They got the win. They got the win. They're back in a playoff spot. Their top six is still humming. Their bottom six is starting to make some moves. The youth movement may have started with Jonathan Gruden. Seems like they're done with Danton Heinen. Again, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But the Pittsburgh Penguins are trending in the right direction once again to start this week. Whether that continues throughout, of course, back-to-back games against the Ottawa Senators, you would like to take both of those games. But all in all, when you look at the schedule right now, the Penguins have six games remaining until the NHL All-Star break. As of right now, Sidney Crosby, the only Penguin, to be on his way to Southern Florida in Sunrise to represent the team. Of those six games, I would love nothing more than to see the Pittsburgh Penguins grab four wins. Yes, six of six would be great. Head into the All-Star break with a seven-game win streak. That would be phenomenal. But what I'm asking for is a 4-2 and two record when your next two games are against an Ottawa Senators team who, again, towards the bottom of the standings, and then you play four games against some pretty good opponents. The Devils are in there, I know. I believe the Capitals are in there. The Florida Panthers are in there as well. So go out there, perform well against those two teams. I'd like to see two wins this week from Ottawa and then grab two of four for that remaining schedule. Six games, four wins. I believe that would put you in a good position at the All-Star break, probably have you in a playoff spot. And hopefully by the time you come back from the All-Stars, Petrie, Jari, and Latang are all ready to go back in uniform. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this gave you a little bit of positivity. I know there's been a lot of negativity surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins organization over the past couple of weeks. But sometimes you just got to sit back, take a day for what it is. And Monday was a very positive day for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to do it for this one. We'll see you guys tomorrow.